Welcome to the Next in Time podcast, where we explore the fascinating depths of how people have the potential of impacting the world with the mission and vision of their project. Join us on this audio journey as we uncover the hidden gems of one's vision, delve into thought-provoking discussions of why they're pursuing it, and see how they're going to make an impact. If you're a curious person, this podcast is your go-to destination. Hey everyone, welcome to the Next in Time podcast. I'm your host, ST, and today our guest is Chigdim Ostabak. She is the founder of Pyrex and also a technology journalist at CNNTurk.com. She is someone who is helping entrepreneurs with storytelling, particularly focused on product marketing and meaningful PR strategy. She has received an award from Stevie Juries in the U.S. for Mentor of the Year and also for Marketing PR in 2022. And she is someone who is looking to really make an impact in the world of PR and marketing. So, uh, Chigdim, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? Good, good. How's it going? Oh, it's good. Pretty well. Um, Florida weather is getting hotter and hotter. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Just, yeah, just out of curiosity, how did you even end up in Florida? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's um, um, actually like uh, I was living in Puerto Rico last year. I'm still uh, exploring the U.S. states. I can say like that. And I moved from Istanbul to Hawaii uh, two and a half years ago, like during the middle of the pandemic time. And uh, yeah, just I'm traveling and like try to like, oh, where is the best place for me? And I'm thinking like, is I literally need honey weather, but not that too much <laughs> because it's like the, the summertime, it's uh, not that easy in Florida. I was in New York before the Puerto Rico, like one and a half year. And yeah, just I'm exploring, I can say, and I'm traveling. It's just you want to get out of Turkey and just try out different places or what's your intentions? Oh, uh, yeah. My intention is like I just came uh, in U.S. and I and I'm a O1 visa holder, like which is extraordinary ability talent visa in business line and that I, I can work here and I can live here in like legal way. And I always want to experience living abroad and just I'm experienced and I'm, I'm exploring living in, uh, abroad and uh, adopts in US, uh, in US tech culture, job culture and entrepreneur culture. Right. The tech culture here is what you call the, what you call the most intense place to ever be in. Everyone is just, they talk about their, their ideas, their missions, their visions of what they're building and they want to, uh, you know, really make an impact in the, like, I mean, this is where, this is how the world has changed because of some of the technologies that were developed here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. So what's your, so in a way, what's your, uh, what's your overall game plan in terms of your, uh, what, if you're, in terms of your stay here in the U.S.? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm using my skills and past experience in here. And I just like happy to collaborate with uh, new people, new companies. And like it makes me live, I can say, as an entrepreneur. And like as a, uh, I'm feeling like uh, myself more productive. And uh, the journey with my company, uh, my venture, perix.co, has been like incredibly rewarding so far, so far. And we are constantly learning and adopting and seeing like how progress has been very fulfilling for me. It's yep. sometimes, as you say, 
challenging, of course, but that's part of uh, what makes it exciting. Uh, as an entrepreneur, you always have to be ready to handle whatever com comes your way, right? Yeah. And yeah, just um, my plan is, my game plan is here, just uh, try to helping to founders make uh, their brands visible and founders make founders visible and uh, try to help them like a, not that cliche PR agency, uh, try to be make more affordable and meaningful, create storytelling for them. All right. So before we go into like your, your overall ventures, tell me more about yourself. Like you, you come from Turkey and you worked as a, you worked in digital banking for 18 years, right? Exactly. Yeah, I have a significant experience in uh, fintech, uh, fintech marketing, product marketing, communication, and uh, digital PR as well. Uh, my background is in, I can say, after 20 years, journalism and my uh, entrepreneur journey have definitely like contributed to this. Uh, I'm a member of really credible, credible uh, organization, International Federation of Journalists. And um, just uh, I'm writing last 10 years about technologies, startups, ecosystems and uh, like interesting products and services. And it's like it's my the other part, I can say, with over 20 years of experience in marketing, communication and product marketing in the tech field and fintechs and work with startups. And I'm still uh, a mentor and jury, uh, one of the accelerator and startup um, incubation in uh, Istanbul and Dubai. And I learned to navigate the challenge and size the opportunities in this industry. And this uh, multicultural experience, and it's really like feeding my all skills and uh, makes me adaptable. Sense. And what is your, so how, tell me about your experience. You, you worked as a, uh, you, you say you mentioned you worked as a technology journalist for, St for CNNTurk.com. So I believe is that a subsidiary yep. of CNN International yeah. or like, what was that? Uh, this CNN Turk uh, is a, like in Turkish CNN and they are just like uh, uh, have rights and uh, with CNN International, obviously, uh, they are represents of the Turkey region of CNN. And uh, like a couple of years ago, I think it's like three, three, three and a half years ago, they came to me and they wants to work with me. And I always like uh, I was writing about technology and the startup ecosystem and new services as products and like trying to be put the content like out of box and trying to increase technology literacy in Turkey for mostly like women in Turkey. And yeah, and I started work with them and like uh, I'm publishing interview like you and like with founders, with individuals for like get some inspiring them. So could you share some insights into some of the initiatives, you, initiatives you've been involved in to, regarding women and technology? Yeah. Uh, like, could you share some like insights? Like what are some examples you've, like what are some people you worked with that kind of enhanced that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm working with uh, founders like uh, who are coming from technical backgrounds mostly 
and they need me or they need like me to people uh, because they need like story and they need storytelling for their services or products, right? And they need like business approach and customer approach also. They are really good at their job and they are really always exciting to publish and go live their product. But it's that hard part is uh, the really hard to find a product market fit and put the like it's a set go-to-market strategy as well. And I'm working with them uh, like as a technical background, technical approach and like the engineering approach, I can say, and I'm learning a lot from them also. And then, yeah, I'm helping with them like how you can create your story, like thought, like thought leadership as well. And also like go-to-market strategy, how we can find um, product market fits easily and faster. So what would be one example of a major success story in technology in Turkey? Uh, are you asking like is it uh, the one of the story in like, from Turkey? Like, like what is one example of a like of a company that became or a technology company that became very successful in Turkey? Oh, yeah. And one of the company like use Insider and also uh, I can say two uh, product to technology company. Use Insider is uh, one of the like unicorn from uh, Turkey. They are working right now with uh, like a lot of um, global company and they are providing uh, the marketing tool, like smart marketing tool for companies and uh, the other one is Chintech and Fastpay and they're also a really successful project and I was work with them actually in the beginning and um, like it's the first digital wallet in uh, Turkey I can say and it, you don't need like bank accounts like 10 years ago basically 10 years ago we started to work and um, we have a launch about that like you can just like send each other money like just you you can like send your money with a phone number and it was really innovation uh that time i can say that's and um now going forward to you know you've been a journalist but now you said you're a founder of this founder as a service company called pyrex um so what got you that idea that you wanted to be part of that part of the journey of a lot of different people a lot of different mm -hmm. founders yeah it's a really good question. Um, yeah, because uh, I was in the, like, uh, as a team player, I was worked for brands, for technology company. And, like, always, like, it's kind of like I own the product. Like, I always worked with <laughs> kind of product owner because, like, you, you are responsible for the uh, marketing, customer engagement and sell the product basically with marketing approach, right? And because the, all the technology products, it's, it's kind of like not tangible and it's really hard to uh, separate it out and like roll sometimes. And um, yeah, I'm trying to solve the communication gap between business and like their customers, basically, because I was, I've been there and uh, also I have a two startup experience and I. All right. Or the like, startups, or the startups uh, you work with. 
uh, one of my startups, it's about um, like instant grocery uh, delivery platforms. We were comparing all of these platforms as a price, as a delivery time. Like I can say in uh, US, like Uber Eats, Instacart, it's Amazon Prime and kind like that. And yeah, and I, I, I had a, like two startup experience. One of them is it was like, it's it's it was about like uh the the green marketing also and all my experience we believe uh in a world where every interaction matters and like my mission is to make that their reality and the Pyrex enables businesses to understand their customer needs and better and serve them more effectively and affordable like that, not like that with agency prices and more effectively. And uh, I, I I try to put uh, more affordable for them. Yeah. How do you charge some of the, yeah, I was going to ask, how do you normally charge some of these, uh, these founders? Like, you know, you, like your agencies, they charge according to like a fixed price or let's say, yeah. or yeah, some exactly. like package, ser- package services or anything like that. Well, how do you try yeah. to provide that service more in a more affordable sense? Exactly. It's kind of cliche maybe, but, uh, it's like it's it's about like their needs always. I don't have like the like accurate and certain like monthly fee because some founders, some companies need like maybe two months work, and but agencies doing this like six months work because they're they have like a lot of um, employees and and it makes sense for their business and their revenue models. But I'm uh, mostly doing like by hourly, yeah. like actually developers, because it's like it's maybe it's uh, it needs the, um, more time or shorter. And just I'm uh, first listening and questioning and uh, I'm calling like discovery uh, phrase and I'm doing with them. I'm going through with them like discovery phrase and what their needs is really what they need and how I, how uh, we can make real for them and me, we can make right for them and just but I'm just working sometimes hourly sometimes it's like three months projects and uh, they need like marketing strategy business strategy and maybe investor deck they a lot of founders a lot of especially early stage startups they don't know how can build their decks like for investors and they're losing a lot of time for them yeah uh, yeah plus- I was I was gonna say it's just um, people spend a lot of time on building the the most perfect pitch deck out there, and yeah. that can really annoy the investors sometimes. Exactly, exactly, and actually, like a lot of content in uh, around uh, internet, but like I don't know like how and why all the early stage startups doing same mistakes because uh, I mentioned that I, I'm in the mentor and jury and startup incubation and i'm seeing in a year maybe 100 over 100 pitch deck from early stage startups yeah and we are evaluating them and and i'm seeing they're always making same mistake for example it's kind of like at the same time it's uh it's kind of silly you can say uh, like a positive way for example is the basic team page right is they're putting like their picture and their name and just their title on this startup. 
But what is your background like? It's, like your founder, they always like to say they want to be the the founder and CEO because that's like the only time they'll ever get to profess the fact that they are founder and CEO. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The, the other way, you have to work your way from the bottom to the top of the company if you want to be a CEO in that sense. But you know, that's that's kind of why people kind of take that with a badge of honor, like putting their name as founder and CEO on a, a, just a simple, of a normal business. Uh, exactly, exactly. And it's important for investors at that moment, like what is your background? How many years you are, uh, you have experienced in that field? What is the, your maybe college or maybe previous uh, like company's logo? It's super like simple and you can adjust like uh, with uh, like so easily. But every early stage startups doing the same mistakes and like investors has to be asked, oh, okay, you're a CEO. So what is your background? And they don't want to ask. They just want to see. <laughs> and yeah, that kind of thing. In your, in your mind, like, why do you feel like your, your like why Pyrex is the go-to company for some of these uh, found, like these services? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm putting like, is it that founder is a service? and also sees to it as a service. I'm also working with enterprises, but like the same thing, like if you are enterprise or if you're enterprise CEO, if you're like early stage startup founder or seed stage startup founder, the same thing, everybody's like listening in your company, founders or CEO. And it is important to like they're just spread it out, their region and mission and work ethic and work culture. And if you can influence uh, the founder and CEO or C-level and they can manage their team better because you can just, you can't help like all the team and as a consulting. Uh, it, yeah, I'm not, I don't believe this. Like if one consultant like working with like five people from the same company, it's, it's, it doesn't work. I don't believe that. I, I've been there and I work with a lot of consulting, my previous, uh, like is a big corporate companies and, and just my observation, my experience, it has to be needs. Like it's one-on-one, uh, and really close working each other with founders. And Yermai, what are some practical ways for founders to establish themselves as industry leaders and gain credibility? Yeah, it's it's tough leadership. It's really works, I can say, and I can uh, like recommend it. And like putting your mindset firstly, like uh, because every person uh, actually at the same time, like a brand, we are just like uh, makes feeling, uh, makes the other people feel and at some way, we are just like expressing ourselves and as a like business, as a like management approach, as a leadership approach. But when they are reading us, they're feeling something and they're feeling positive. They're feeling ambitious or they're feeling like, oh, tough, tough person or, or brave person. So if it is important, like um, discover and explore who are you? What do you want to, to like the other people can feel when read you or when read about you or when see, when see you? And it is important, like, a, like thinking like a brand positioning uh, for thought leadership. Very cool. And what's, 
So in terms, how many startups are you currently working with right now with, with Pyrex? With Pyrex, uh, at this point, we have uh, five customers, five uh, clients, and uh, two clients is their enterprises, three clients and startups. And we are working with them like it's really wide edge, I can say, like marketing strategy and PR, also top tier me media coverage for level because it is important to a scene in top tier for brands it's like it makes credibility and trustable uh brands and uh yeah more or less i can say cool. and in your mind like what's your overall goal with pyrex like if are you looking to gain like a lot a wider traction of clients or what's the uh, overall yeah. big big picture goal a uh, big picture goal is uh, in pyrex um like i really want to um spread it out like content is so important and I want to grow up my business, like content strategy and uh, really meaningful storytelling PR. Not like that. It's like cliche press releases. And yeah, we are just like sending to our press releases, like old media outlets. And let's see like who like taking attention on this. I don't want this. I'm because like if you want paid campaigns, you need content. Earn media, you need content. Like you need partnership, you need content. Or you are events, you wanna like attend events, you need content. You want the organic social, again, you need content. And everything, content marketing is not just CEO. And you need a good content strategy for all like your touch points in tech, in like all industry, basically. And yeah, I just want to grow here, like created newsletter marketing. It's important for me. I want to grow like PR, top tier media coverage and content uh, strategy marketing. Very cool. And um, do you, uh, actually, let me, let me for, phrase that question better. So um, what do you use, what strategies or channels do you think are most effective in creating an impactful communication for founders, like in order for them to be able to reach out their target audiences? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's about, again, the feelings. And this is not marketing. This is like sometimes sociology, sometimes social anthropology. You need like read about, you need like read uh, what people need and how can you tell them do you need this? And yeah, it's most challenging uh, way for the content strategy and storytelling and this. And sometimes um, like some founders ask from me, like create our story. I can create your story, but what do you want like uh, again as a brand, as a product, as a service? Like what customers, what customers uh, have to feel about it? And if we can find it and define it because sustainability and consistency also it's super important for the content strategy. If you are changing your tone, tone of voice or like it's the other components, it's really hard to uh, stick on your product market fit. It's most challenging things. It's, I think, like, first of all, finding a spark and that secret sauce for your product. And after that, it's constant constancy, like keep the consistency. Cool. And so, yeah, we're going to wrap up our conversation with this one final question, which is, you know, you work with founders, you try to work with a lot of 
startup in like startup influencers and uh, and are looking to you know build this company where you're trying to help out trying to be this go-to service point for a lot of startup founders so what advice would you give them in terms of uh, you know how to become successful in this space yeah it's a really good question and like uh it's it's really hard like just one answer uh my advice to like other founders like me will be the em- embrace the journey and there will be highs and lows and but it's all part of the process and stay resilient and stay stable and cons- the keep the consistency is so important and believe in your vision and be ready to uh, be ready to adapt when necessary and Very cool. yeah <laughs> sorry all right, cool, Chagan. Thank you so much for coming on the Next in Time podcast. And yeah, we're uh, hopefully see it. We're looking forward to seeing how Perix will come as a major player in the startup space. Thank you for having me on the show. It's really been a pleasure sharing my journey with you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Next in Time podcast. We hope you enjoyed diving into the intriguing vision of our guest today. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to stay updated on future episodes. If you have any suggestions or feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Until next time, stay curious and keep exploring.